This podcast is brought to you by Backwards Hat Films and is recorded at Triptych Media Studios. Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme. We're too wild. We're too out of control. We're too full of our own snish. Or we have a chance to say, hey, no few, you're wrong. No few, we're right. Because you have all made it to the dance. Because believe me, this is the dance. This podcast is brought to you by Backwards Hat Films and is recorded at Triptych Media Studios. Tonight we have a chance to say... Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened there. Yeah, what was that? The first show goes good, second show is full of screw-ups. I'm calling <laughs> it right now. But hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wrestling Open Forum show, Rough Start. That's the first time I've tried that. It did not work. That was pretty funny. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and let me test uh, Let me test the good old stream. Look what I found. <gasps> Already? I found something. Already? I'm telling you, dude. No, no, like no teaser, like no surprises needed. <laughs> Box boy, right out of the gate. So everybody, <laughs> if you're on Facebook Live, we're gonna give it a few minutes to pull up uh, to get get a few people on Facebook Live. Sorry for this late start time. Uh, we were trying to get everything figured out. It's all good. Uh, my name they is Patrick. Understand. Beside me right here is Dutch. Like always, we are your co-host for the Wrestling Open Forum. You can. <laughs> See it? I can't. Right here. Uh, yeah. So, uh, open forum show. If you're watching this on Facebook Live, uh, give us a follow so you can see every Tuesday at 7 p.m. We record this thing live and we take live questions from call-ins that we'll give you the call-in number here in a bit. And we, you were taking questions on Facebook Live. That that's something new that I didn't take into consideration uh, last show, and it's that I like it. It actually like went fact. pretty well. Yeah. I mean, we it was a resounding success. It really was. We the had first a episode on views. Facebook Live. When we originally created this, let's give them a backstory, Dutch. Yeah, let's uh, do this. I'm going to do this while I'm checking the audio <laughs> yeah. on the on the stream. Uh, backstory is this uh, po- this show was originally created. All right, sorry, sorry guys, audio is up. And unlike last time, I will have my phone with me so I can see all the comments and everybody. Yes, Brad Wilson, it is an indie show. Because we did run late. Um, <laughs> Duh. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm going to try to follow everybody's comments, something we didn't do. Don't cry, box boy. Don't cry. You're still um, a part of the show. Yeah, you're still a part of the show, and you are welcome here. If, if yes. Anybody, yes, box man, Jeff Capo. We call him box boy now because he's a boy. Yes. <laughs> he's a boy, not yet a man. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. So, well, I just got a news app on my phone. So I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep eye on the on the comments. We'll give a Facebook uh, Facebook Live comment section for everybody to check us out oh, uh, to send Charlotte. in some questions. We'll do that here in a second. Or sorry, <laughs> got too many people running around. Got a dog running around or two. We'll introduce him later. Um, but uh, yeah, so we when we first created this show, it was supposed to be a video format show, and uh, that kind of fell through. And we had done all the preparation, done all the. Uh, all the all the planning, and we decided we we're going to turn it into a podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, the easiest way right out of the gate to turn it into a podcast was to do it audio, and we wanted to do it live. Uh, was, was the first couple episodes live, or did we record? No, the first one was just recorded. Second one, I believe, was recorded, and then the no, third. Actually- I think the first three were recorded, and then like the fourth one, we finally went live. 
Okay. I'm pretty sure because I know like the whole Jinder Mahal conversation was like one of the first ones, and I remember we weren't live. Okay. I think we talked about so him for like maybe, two weeks straight. Maybe like maybe there. I think we're a little hot. Yeah, we were. We're, we we are hot. We're, I think our audio is a little hot. We are hot, including Box Boy. But uh, yeah, so the the original format for the show was this right here <laughs> mm-hmm. to do live in video format with fan interaction. So we welcome all of it. Uh, we're up to we're getting a few a few more viewers. We're just going to give you guys uh, a little piece uh, piece of the history in yeah. our this is episode sixteen, our second live uh, video. Yeah. So, it's hard yeah. to say that too. Like I tell people, I'm like, "Oh yeah, our, we're live," and I'm like, "No, wait, we've been live. We're live on video now." Yes, we yeah. are live on video on Facebook Live, and we we finally created a page. Uh, created a page. We finally uh, threw this thing up here, and yeah, it's like I said, it's been success. And the biggest success of all is now he's box snake boy his box boy back <laughs> I, here. I take it that that's his arch enemy. <laughs> and if you ever if you ever listen to the uh did you just check your hair I, did. I, did. <laughs> I didn't check it Look, i've been running around if you hold on if you've ever so come up here if you've ever listened to the audio portion of the podcast before the live portion this is where you will know box boy from anytime that me or dutch either one say john cena yep there he is that's our sound now you got right a face there. yep now you got a face that has been box boy all what is along. it with you and snakes and he's a snake fan is that like your superpower don't do not choke me with the snake. Oh, you put it on my shoulders. He's Jake the Snake Roberts to me. <laughs> That's it. I'm not a snake guy. I'm just gonna let you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm no, not I would have never fought go. Jake the Snake. I'm sorry. No. He would have scared one, the crap out of me. You get one too. See, now he's just pushing. Why? No, okay. Box boy. Yeah. Now I have to have a slithering snake. On. Somebody. Uh, somebody said we need box boy T-shirts. Uh, <laughs> listen, we were just talking about that Literally. on air that we we were gonna if we can get. I'll put I'll, I'll put this out there. Let me see how many. We have sixty. I think it's like sixty sixty nine likes or uh, people that follow our open forum show page. So I know where you're going with this. Pat. With that said, mm-hmm. when we hit 150 likes on our Facebook page, we will release two shirts. Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm doing a radio show. Wait. He wants to give him some info about what we should do, and I think it's going to be good. So, all right. Continue. So let me let me pitch the T-shirt idea. Okay. Uh, si, and then we'll do we'll promote promote our favorite basketball team. So because this is a wrestling podcast, you promote your favorite basketball team. <laughs> so <laughs> one hundred and fifty likes. Tell him, sir. One hundred and fifty likes. One likes. And we will have two official T-shirts that we will release that will be up for purchase. One. Number one. Obviously. Is the Wrestling Open Forum mm-hmm. or Open Forum Show, whichever logo we want to create first. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wrestling Open Forum or Open Forum Show t-shirt. And number two, Box Boy. Dude, a that's Box be Boy a t-shirt. Shirt. We'll make yeah. it too. So, Box Boy, what do you have for us? All right. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, promote if it. you are in the Charlotte area or suburbs, <laughs> you can get your tickets today. For ne- is it next season? Mm-hmm. For next season, Charlotte Hornets. I get a phone call from their rep at least once every two weeks. You can get season tickets mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. You can get single season or single game tickets, mm-hmm. or you can get a three pack. Three for Dale, baby. Either one, either one you choose. Yeah, 
Three for Dale. <laughs> Either one you choose, help out the Hornets because we need a championship in Charlotte. And I don't know that the Panthers are going to do it this year. I mean, 2-0. and oh, two and They're oh, winning. Defenses look great. An ugly 2-0. and oh. An ugly 2-0, oh, but the defense ugly is looking two and oh. good. I'm a Panther fan, and I will, and I will say that. An ugly 2-0. and oh. We just slither on so, into our victories. Yes. And are we going to keep these snakes on us the whole time? I'm, I am. You want us to keep the snakes on the whole time, Box Boy? All right. All right. Box Boy says keep. Right. Guess what time so, it is. It is 7-11. Ooh, I like that gas station. It's, yep. Do you? Yeah. I don't know that I've – I think I've been to a 7-Eleven one time in my entire life. Do you have enough room, Dutch? Am I, I feel like I'm not really in. I don't – here, hold on. There we go. We're going to move this over. Yep. Ooh, you know what? Now I don't have to be in Patrick's lap. Yeah, there Which you I go. Enjoyed. Now we're all in. All right. So, I think we're good now. I think it's time to talk about some wrestling. That's Let's what do this it. thing's for. Let's start. So, here we uh, go. Yeah. If this is your first time checking out the Wrestling Open Forum show – uh, basically, it's an open forum show, as the name states. It's basically like uh, Pardon the Interruption, if you've ever watched Pardon the Interruption on ESPN. Yeah. Uh, we have an open format for the entire yeah. show. Mm-hmm. We have five cat- or five topics that we're going to talk about, uh, but we will give you the call-in number that will show up right here in one second, and you can call in at any point. And it just you, looks pretty yeah. awesome, too, when it comes across. I'm yeah. just saying. At any, it's well, well you know what? What's, what the heck? Let's, Let's do it. That's the call-in uh. number. There you go. So you can call in at any point in the show, but understand that we we do have a budget, and we are doing this on a budget, and we don't have a call log. So if no. we're in the middle of a call, we can't answer the phone, and if me and Dutch are in a deep conversation, a good conversation about something that's pertaining to wrestling or anything else, well, then we're, we'll wait. we'll answer the phone call. We'll put you on hold, and you can listen to us until we until we uh, get you on. But we welcome any phone calls, and like I said, we and, have... And, uh, by the way, don't feel obligated that you have to stay on the phone. You can ask your topic, and then you'll be like, hey, that's all I want to ask. Cool. Yeah, and we'll discuss like, it. Yeah. But but the the fun part for us, or the most entertaining... Well, fun. The fun part for us <laughs> mm-hmm. is is discussing this with wrestling fans. Absolutely. Because, because uh, like, we'll talk about PWX. We had PWX this weekend. We'll get into that here shortly. Oh, that's going to be fun. And give you some behind-the-scenes stuff, yeah. and give you everything that you want to know about it. And you can ask any questions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up the, f- the floor to any questions about PWX. For like the from probably, I'm gonna say eight to eight fifteen. That's when we're gonna cover the PWX stuff. Yeah, uh, the moving, last little yeah, bit. Moving yeah. forward, and anything anybody wants to know from last weekend. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we'll do PWX stuff there. But that's like we talk to wrestling fans. I don't really that much. Dutch gets to more than I do because I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. But we we get to talk to wrestling fans for the most part and discuss. And that's what we wanted to create with this show is bringing that back. Yeah. Into uh, being able to do it every week. It's just good to get a community together. And then I'm just a tech genius. And when I'm a tech genius, this is what happens just when good. my mind comes goes to something, or mine and Dutch's mind go to something. We're like, how can we keep evolving this? How can we keep building this? And it's easy because we put little intricacies yeah. in this. And like, I already have an idea of something that's going to happen. And I want to see if anybody notices. Somebody will notice. Like, we'll I, see. I think next step is I figure out, this is when we get to the new studio, so this will be in November sometime. Next step is that we, like when we reference like videos, like YouTube videos, like yeah. we can show the video. On the, oh, on. I like that idea, I think yeah. that's like next, the like next that. level stuff. So. You got you to gotta get your experience first. It's like a video game. You got to build up, and then boom, you can level up, just like that. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Because you don't want to put in a cheat, because then you really don't know how to use it. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, more serious note. You want to jump into it? I'm, I'm ready to jump into it, if you are. 
Yeah. Um, All right, so phone lines are open. Yeah. 980-330-1256 is the phone number. For those of you who don't know, Dutch is not the most technical person in the world. No, I'm not. So he will try to answer your phone call. Okay. But I well, guarantee you that he's going to screw us. something Wait up. Wait a second. Let's get this straight. Somebody was pranking us. I'm not, I'm not buying that. Okay. You but, know what? This guy never buys anything no. I say. Until he finds out that I was telling the truth, he's like, all right, yeah, you were telling the truth. But yeah, true. <laughs> this is true. But, so, snakes on the shoulders, Boom. ready to jump into some professional wrestling topics. This so one's Dutch, for Jake the Snake. This one is for Jake the Snake. Yeah. So, uh, more serious note, let's dive in. Um, Give us the first topic, Dutch. Unfortunately, there was a passing in the wrestling world. Uh, there was. This week, or Sunday, or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure what day it was, but it was very recent. Um, Bobby the Brain Heaton. Yeah. Bobby the Brain Heaton, uh, unfortunately, passed away. Uh, that's pretty sad news, man. He was a huge, huge part of the evolution of wrestling uh, with um, uh, managers being a commentator. I mean, honestly, the first time I remember uh, a commentator being a heel was Bobby the Brain Heenan on WCW. Him and Bischoff and Mongo McMichael would go back and forth, and I, I, I loved that's, Bobby. That's the, where you remember Bobby, Raheen, Bobby the Brain I mean, from? Well, you have to remember, like, I didn't watch. Have you ever watched when he wrestled? No. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, if I never back, watched that. If you go back and watch when he wrestled. And the fact that the well, the I remember he, he was with Gorilla Monsoon too as a commentator, was he not? Yes. Yeah, I do remember yes. that. That stuff. was a, that was WWE. Uh, WWE, I think it was either Saturday Night or or the Superstars. Mm-hmm. One of those two. That's I remember WCW because I grew up on that. Yeah. But that's but what he, I remember. He was in WWE first. Yeah, he's yeah, the one yeah. that brought Flair to WWE. Really? Yes. Or I mean, he's the one that introduced the Gold World Championship on WWE television. Oh, big gold. The big gold. God, that's a beautiful belt. Thank you, Bobby. But um, the like, if you watch the evolution of Bobby Heenan from wrestler to manager to commentator, mm-hmm. it's like insane. It, it's and from from a wrestling perspective, from being in wrestling and understanding like the ins and outs of wrestling, not taking anything away from fans, looking at it from inside the business, it is unbelievable that someone can be that talented at what they do. He was super talented. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's like it's hard to it's hard to understand how much talent like he possessed in in just in professional wrestling. Yeah, I think he could do anything. You could make him a general manager. He could do. He could make it like be, be the, he could be the best general manager ever if you made him a general manager. Mm-hmm. Like like later like later in his career before he had all this health issues. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could make him uh, a like uh, like well, I mean. He he made himself like a joke, to where like his overselling and his uh, and that's what I loved and everything. About him. Like, and he never took himself too serious. And <laughs> he had fun with it. That's what made that's what made him. Like, yeah, that's what made Bobby Heenan. And but it's like I know I can't touch on like much about Bobby, um, like his golden days and glory days that he had. I mean, I I don't know much about Bobby. I can't say that I do know a lot. But uh, what I remember from WCW, I really enjoyed. Listening him on, on the mic, I, I really enjoyed that because uh, he always had his uh, his sayings, like he yes. always had something, something to say. And one week he'd pull for a guy, and then the next week that same guy he would beat him down. He was always all over the place, and I really liked that about him. Um, like I, I remember one time, he was talking about how he was such a Flair fan, 
And then when Macho Man uh, and the Miss Elizabeth thing happened with Flair, like the next week he was like, what do you expect Macho Man to do? He's he's crazy because, you know, Flair took everything he had. And then the next week it's like, oh, I love Flair. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the whole point. Like you never knew what he was like thinking. And Jeff that's on funny. Facebook Live reminded us that he is a four-time manager of the year through PWI magazine. Well, I wonder For who... Wrestling Illustrated. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Wow. That's yeah. a nice credential. Yeah. Four-time nice. manager of the year. There's a reason that's a... And you have to look at the managers in professional wrestling. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. Sherry Martell. Yeah. Lou Albano. Captain Lou Albano. Yeah. That's another good um, one. Paul... Uh, oh, he's in NXT now. Uh, what about... Um, come on. Somebody help me, somebody help me out. Paul Ellering. Paul Ellering. Oh, Paul Ellering. That's who I thought you were talking about. You know what I was just thinking about? I was thinking PWX for some reason when he said that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Okay, so Jeff's hooking me up with all these facts. Uh, 1972, 1976, 1989, and 1991. So he was. That was three. He was two times in the 70s, once in the 80s, and once in the 90s. That's three decades. Worth of awesomeness. Yes. Like, that's awesome. And the beauty is, I, this is this is by far n- no endorsement to a WWE network. None but whatsoever. But if you have the WWE network, it is an endless supply of the history of Bobby Heenan that you can go watch. You really can, and, and that's what I'm doing right now is I'm watching WCW with Bobby Bobby Heenan on there, and it's insane. Like when I'm watching it, I'm glued when he's on there, just because of like what he brings to the show. And like Patrick uh, touched on that, that he had so much talent that he could really do anything. It's like, oh, you know what? We need you to be a manager. Oh, we need you to commentate this week. Or, hey, will you run the show? Like, he really could. Um, I wondered if he had any uh, booking experience. Did he do any of that? I'm sure he did. I don't see that uh, Bobby not doing any booking at all. Uh, I'm, I have no idea. I'm not sure. That have been that that have been a nice little gig for Bobby. I mean, uh, he did a thing with uh, Ted DiBiase, didn't he? Um, the million dollar family or, um, you know, you're getting out of my wheelhouse. I'm yeah. Sure. I'm pretty sure it was something like that. It was him. And I'm the not Giants. the one to ask about historical. I'm pretty sure. And I don't watch WWF slash E and I'm pretty sure that Andre the giant and Ted DiBiase and, uh, Bobby the brain Heenan. and hopefully somebody will get on there and let us know. But I'm pretty sure it's, because this is a little out of my wheelhouse, just yeah. a little, but, uh, but unfortunately, the passing happened, and yeah, and I mean, I've seen like I've seen Heenan at WrestleCon the last couple of years, and I saw him at uh, Legends year. Fan Fest and in, in NWA Legends Fan Fest in Charlotte, and like he, like I love, he's amazing and he's a super nice guy, always joking around, always ripping people. Yeah, but he just looked, he didn't look the same, you know. No, um, and that's, I mean, honestly, I mean, he fought. I mean that was the, that was the yeah. most insane thing about it. Is he had all of them health, all the health issues, all the all the all everything going on, and he like fought for so long. He, um, I remember being at WrestleCon this year and thinking, like all the people that I would see, and uh, I remember somebody saying, "Hey, Bobby's over there," and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. I'm gonna meet Bobby the Brain Heenan." Yeah, and his line was so long. I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go and, like, look at him like I saw him in person. Yeah. And then that was the saddest moment. Yeah. I was just like, I mean, it was man. Sad. Yeah, it's, it's sad. It's, but the thing is, but he the, was... the crazy thing is if you met him, he was exactly the same. 
Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He seemed like he like was his, perfectly his fine. Attitude, I mean, his yeah, it was he like it's it's amazing that somebody can go through all that and still it, have a, joy. April, no March, late March, yeah. April when we saw him, and still have joy. But I don't. Yeah. Not to uh, like stay on this topic, but uh, but yeah. So rest in peace, Bobby Heenan, yeah. greatest manager of all time, my opinion, uh, a lot of people's opinion. Uh, but I mean, I think Bobby. Everybody goes. In I the think beauty, Bobby will be well remembered. It, like, if you want one good thing about the WWE Network or DVDs that WWE produces is it harnesses the legacy of ta- of a talent. Absolutely. Or of legends. For, for That's a better word for Bobby Heenan. Yeah. Of a legend. So you can go and relive, like, his body of work at any point at any time and appreciate what he did for professional wrestling. Absolutely. And I think this is a good time. You know, thank you, Bobby. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You will be missed. So they, um, so what we have... Uh, staying on, you know, like maybe as nostalgia, keeping it old. Mm-hmm. Um, the WWE is going to bring back something that I am so absolutely happy for. And this has been <laughs> riddled with all kinds of news lately. Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into it because I feel jump like... Jump into it. I'm going to eat. I'm going to finish my... Yeah, yeah. Noodles. No problem. So as of uh, yesterday when I found out the WWE... Is officially bringing back. Now, I don't know if it's going to be one time only or maybe they're going to bring it back um, in consecutive years. But we will have Starcade again, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That has just. Can you feel it? Can you feel Dutch it? Dutch just lost his ish. Oh, my God, I did. So they announced Starcade for mm. November 25th. In, yes. Uh, is it Greensboro Coliseum? Greensboro, North Carolina. Greensboro Coliseum? Yeah. I don't care where it was going to be. I was going to go regardless. And just to know it's in my backyard. Holy crap. That's I might awesome. Go. Do, you, do we need to go? Yeah, we're going. Do we need to go? Yes, absolutely. Now, okay. Because I'm, I'm, I've already been uh, like, I was going to go to SmackDown. But now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hold off, and I'm just going to put all my money that I can from the SmackDown tickets mm-hmm. into Starcade. I don't care how much you pay. I, mean, I will match Have you seen the card get. for Starcade? Not yet. Oh, for Starcade, the Starcade show, yeah. No, I haven't been they able to. They released the card. Oh, did they? Yes. No, I haven't seen it. You have – there's two cage matches. Oh, my God. That's awesome. The main event is Nakamura mm-hmm. versus Mahal for the championship in a cage. Yes, I did know that one. Uh, I think the semi-main event is Charlotte versus Natalia in a cage. Oh, that's so dope. You have Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Nice. You have, uh, I'm trying to think of what else. The this New Day the very, new day versus... That's very in advance for a know. card, huh? Uh, the, the New Day... The versus, Usos? The Usos. For the championship. Uh, I, 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 possibly. It has I to assume. be. Yeah. Um, they said they said that the Hardy Boys and Rock and Roll Express are going to be there. That's awesome. And I I feel like I personally feel like the Hardy Boys versus Rock and Roll Express needs to happen <sighs> at Starcade. Now I, I don't care if that match. Is, this is going to be the most nostalgia filled pay per view I have seen. It was not a pay per view. Oh, is it just a show? Yeah. Okay. From what I've heard. Okay, okay, like, okay. I was reading about it today, and they said it's not going to be a special on the network. You know what we should do? It's not going to be... We should get on the floor and get one of them chairs. No. They're not going to give away chairs at a house show. Wait, is this a house show? It's basically a glorified house show. I'm okay with that. 
Oh, that means it's going to... You said glorified so they yeah. could be chairs. So, no, no. <laughs> the, um, I mean, that, that's going around now. At, at, at any point, at any point, they could change that because it's their network and they can do what they want to. What about you? You're the WWE. Well, see, there, my what did we just say? My discussion is microphone. So, you wouldn't? You wouldn't have, like, something special for the people that go to this once? I would, no, no, no. I wouldn't do a chair. You know how much money they probably have to spend on chairs? And then the ticket prices, they can't. What would you do? Okay. Mr. Booker, what would you they, do? What I would do, you have to have a commemorative T-shirt. Ooh, yeah. That'd commemorative awesome. T-shirt, commemorative poster, commemorative, commemorative uh, uh, program. So if you buy a ticket, that's what you get? No. Hell no. You have you to buy go- that separate. Okay. All three yeah, separate? Kind of like a grab a ticket, bag. I mean, like, basically price tickets to where it's affordable. For anybody that wants to come, sure, and and you have to spend a little bit extra to get closer, like always, yeah. in any in any form. Uh, oh, Capo said it's a WWE Network exclusive live event, mm-hmm. so we'll check on that. Thank and, you, Capo. Uh, let me see. Brian, text me. Let me see. What's he got to say? This, uh, Arn Anderson and Dean Malenko are now booked. Oh my God! Oh. That's that's according to B. So. I, that's not fact. I might not be factual because Brian has known to. <sighs> if, but, you wanna, uh, if you want to put Kraft on a Starcade show, there you go. <laughs> one thing. Well, there's two things that I want to talk about, and uh, one I'm not going to spend a lot of time, but it's the elephant in the room. If you live and if you know anything about the Thanksgiving weekend in the Greensboro Winston Salem area, yeah, and that is that everybody like, yes, people think that. Uh, me and uh, some people in Winston-Salem don't get along. It's not true. But <laughs> WrestleCade is that weekend. <laughs> and it's been that weekend for like six or seven years. Yeah. And it's a huge event. And, and wh- whether we see eye to eye or not, whatever, all that all that aside. Mm-hmm. Sure. That, it's an amazing event. And it, and it draws like two or 3,000 people to the wrestling show on Saturday night. Like I've been to a few of them. Yeah. And uh, like that's the first thing that I thought about. Whenever they announced Starcade, during that was like, hold on a second, this is this is weird, this is awkward, you know? Yeah. And uh, then I then it was put out there from a news site that that was the that was one of the reasons that they're doing this Starcade was to take pe- to take people away from the WrestleCade event. Whoa. I mean, I don't know, like that's what I read. And that's what was put out there. That's shady, dude. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, uh, so they made some waves in WWE. If that's the case, but I mean, that's dirty. That's a little dirty. A little dirty. That's pretty but, dirty. But, but, if you want to play big ball, yeah, you got to right. play big ball. You're right. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with it. But it is what it is. And if you, uh, if you, and you make fans choose. Wow, dude. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I think I would Like I said, I have arcade. no idea. I read it on PW Insider. I think it was PW Insider. I apologize, Mike, if I got that wrong and you didn't report that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, it's not. Everybody wave to Box Boy. There he is. If, you, if you're just now tuning in, this is Box Boy. Right there, baby. Soak it in. He's the most popular character on the show. He really is. People talk about him. So he'll be popping in every once in a while. And the craziest thing about him is John Cena. That he's right on there. the he's tune on today. He's on it. There was one day where he's giving an extra uh, do do do. I guess it's do do do. But yeah, that's gonna be probably 
Oh, dude, now you just now you just told me that you got Malenko in there and Arn Anderson. That's, that's coming from B. So, like I said, I don't know if that's true or not. I hope and you're right, Jeff. B. And Je- I, like I read earlier today that it wasn't going to be, it was not going to be a pay per view or WWE, WWE, show. It's be a WWE event. exclusive event. Yeah. But Capo said it is. Okay. So, uh, which I, I I believe in Capo. He's gave us some very good information. Uh, James Dry said on Facebook Live said that Dave Meltzer said it, so it must be true. Yeah, if Dave says it, then hey, yeah. you just got to go with the flow. <laughs> For the record, I've met Dave Meltzer. How is that? He's interesting. different. Interesting. Yeah. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. Yeah. Super intelligent. Uh, high spots, if anybody, while we're putting over networks, if you've ever been to the High Spots Wrestling Network, it's highspotswrestlingnetwork.com, do... Uh, they have an, a, I mean, they've done a few things. They just released some more from Bola Weekend, but they've done a few things with, uh, with Meltzer. But I think two years ago, the year that I went with them and we filmed, uh, they had Meltzer, uh, Chris Hero, and, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? I, I can't remember his name. God, he's going to kill on, me Pat. when he sees me. So the the guy that was in that worked that was Dusty's right hand man in NXT, little guy, blonde hair, wears like dark rim glasses. Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Um, yes, yes, Brewer uh, Meltzer is jacked. Is he really? Yes, yes. I would have never expected Meltzer that. Meltzer is jacked. I would have. I agree hundred percent with Brewer. Hello, Brewer. <laughs> Brewer from NXT fame. <laughs> we like referees yeah. here. But yeah, I, I agree 100 percent with uh, Brewer. Meltzer is Jack, <laughs> and uh, but I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, but you just uh, got happy that Brewer said, oh, "Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah." I haven't <laughs> I haven't talked to Brewer in forever. I'm waiting on Brewer to come visit us like Cedric did last last weekend. Oh my god, dude! You know I didn't even recognize who it was at first, and I was like walking by, and I made a joke to him, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Ha ha ha!" and he just starts laughing. And I was like. Did I just make Cedric Alexander laugh? Was that who that was? And then I showed him the video. This is a good time to tell everybody that I'm the seasoned vet of wrestling and Dutch is the super fan. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I kind of marked out. Okay, sorry. Cedric, Cedric's happened. a good guy. Cedric's awesome. Yeah, he was cool. And, okay, well, that's a perfect segue into my second point of WrestleCade. Or not WrestleCade. WrestleStarcade. Uh, uh, is oh, you talking why about? Would, would you not have Cedric Alexander there? That blo- that's what I'm thinking. And he, and he might be. I mean, he thing, might get put on it. Well, the first thing I thought was all the Carolina people. I mean, I'm not the biggest Hard Truth fan, but he is from Charlotte. Yes. And he gets pops. Believe it or not, he gets pops in Charlotte when he gets here. When he comes out, the crowd goes crazy. Last time I was on Raw, when Truth came out, they loved him. Uh, yes. Also, um, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman would be a very good addition to putting him on the show. I mean, like, you need to fill this card with people that are from North Carolina. See, that Hornets, he loves the Hornets. Okay, so uh, Box Boy has made an edit to the show. Anytime we say Charlotte, this happens. <laughs> okay, good job, Si. But, uh, like, Strowman and Truth. Like, you need to put them on there. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I don't, know, I don't know how many people, well, I guess people know that Strowman's from... North Carolina. They don't announce him from North Carolina, do they? If you look on his bi- his left bicep, he has the North Carolina tattoo. Big country? No. No, I don't know what it's. Country know what it something something country. I can't remember exactly, but he has that on there. But uh, 
But there's one. Uh, uh, Brad Wilson on Facebook Live said uh, it's a SmackDown show. That's why Braun's not on it. Oh, that is correct. Yeah. Well, the I, Hardys, assume, I assume they're going to use SmackDown. The Hardys are supposed. Well, to I mean, be on they there. can. They're, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're going to bring in a few, uh, a few like special people, extra people. But uh, should we? Is SmackDown is SmackDown in Charlotte for on yes. that, the Tuesday after the Tuesday before? Tuesday before. Okay. Yeah. Because that's on the country board. strong. James Dry says country strong. Country strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think we need to talk about the the elephant in the room for Starcade that uh, they're trying to get happen. I don't know what that is. Would you like me to inform you, please? So, Michael Hayes. Has oh, sent, okay. Yeah. I know. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So, if, for people that don't know, um, Michael, Michael Hayes, Hayes is the. Are you saying he's the one that? Yeah, he's okay. he's the one. Uh, so Michael Hayes has made an invitation. Well, no, no, no. Before you put that out there, Michael Hayes is the one that's putting all this together. Yes. Like he is the one that forefronted the idea to do Starcade and got it approved, and he's the one yeah. that's putting it all together. Yes. Start with that, because then, because then if you don't start with that, they're going to be like, well, well you go ahead and do that, and then I'll. Why lead the hell did I just told him? Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, why? Why would Michael Hayes matter? Yeah. <laughs> Michael Hayes. Yeah, he did put it all together, but um, so. Cody said something. I didn't get to read the tweet very well because it kind of confused I'm gonna, me. I'm going to let you talk to them, and I'm going to be very unprofessional because I want a piece of toast. Yeah, go get a piece okay. of toast, brother. So uh, Patrick's going to go get a piece of toast while I uh, inform Sorry. you a little bit on the Starcade Cody Rhodes. So uh, Michael Hayes invited uh, Cody Rhodes to come to Starcade. And now this is getting the wrestling world a big buzz on if he's going to come or not. And I know a lot of people are, um, yes, uh, by the way, the revival. Thank you, um, Glenn. Forgot about that. But uh, so I think that Michael Hayes sending this invitation out to Cody Rhodes. And if anybody wants to call and give us an opinion on that, I definitely, definitely want to hear from y'all about this. Uh, Because I know some of y'all that are on here know exactly how I feel about it because I got an argument with somebody about it. But uh, I think Cody Rhodes getting that invitation to come to Starcade for that night is awesome. I think it's super, super uh, awesome. I think they should do it. I think so too. I think Cody needs to get on this. I think he needs to do it. I think it's a win-win for Cody. Like, just all around. It's a win-win situation for everybody. And... uh <clears throat> I had one guy tell me that Cody has nothing to gain whatsoever from for going to Starcade and performing. I'm like, yes, he does. One, um, WWE is a global market, so I mean, well, um, I'm, if you guys, for those of you who don't know, I got my phone sitting right here. So if I look off to the side, I mean, why am I even trying to explain this? Because I'm eating a piece of bread while we do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading your comments, um, Capo, and this this is true because I, I, I researched this. It all the whole Twitter back and forth started because WWE was not giving credit to Dusty for the Starcade idea. Oh, oh, oh. And then yes. and Cody mentioned that and then Michael Hayes said something back and then Cody said, Well if you really want to honor him, why don't you need to you need to put gold dust on it. Yes. And then, I did see that. And then Michael That's the Hayes one I saw. came back and said, Well if I put gold dust on it, how about you come and tag with gold dust? Yeah, yes, 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 yes. That's because, where it was left. Well, he said, well, consider it done or something that Goldust is on the card. And then um, that's, yeah, when he made that invitation. But, I mean, okay, Pat. Go. Brad, Brad Wilson makes a good point. Okay. 
He said, he put, I don't think Cody should do it because of how petty they've been about him using the Rhodes name. They won't let him use the Rhodes name. The, don't be petty back. That's the point that I'm making. Like, Be the bigger man. Yeah, be the bigger man. And I, I totally get what Brad Wilson is saying. Absolutely. I, I get that. I really do. But to me, if it was me, I would do it. I don't care if they like really crapped on me or not. But see, the point that I would make if I went is you lost out on this. Mm. Look where I'm at now. I'm selling you tickets because I'm on this one show, like just for this one night. And I feel like if he does this, WWE will make him an offer that he's not going to be able to refuse. I mean, that's going to be a mega deal to bring Cody. Because Cody is, like we've talked about before several times on the show, Cody has totally reinvented himself. And him coming to WWE, I don't think he will be what he was before. And that was one of the uh, arguments that we had last night on the page was peop- uh, the guy thinks that Cody has nothing to prove. He doesn't need to do this. Don't do it because all they're going to do is tear you apart. You're going to suck. Well, they're going to throw you back in the And I don't think that's going to happen with Cody if he comes back. I know it seems like we talk about Cody every show. I'm sorry, but I will. But um, I think the biggest thing with Cody that WWE needs to pay attention to is this is what happens when you let a kid in a box behind you. During a show. <laughs> no, this is what happens when a talent is allowed to think and produce for himself and not be overproduced by agents. Absolutely. Like Cody is the prime example. I think Cody is the biggest example out of anybody, like anybody that's left WWE in the past five years. Yeah. Is the best example. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with that. Is the best example if, the, if, you let, if, you, if a talent has an idea and you let him run with that idea. This is the type of success that can be created. He's very good at evolving. Yes. I mean, he recreated. So good. And I remember when he first came, came out of WWE, I don't want to make this a Cody discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, kind, um, it, it kind of is because of the Starcade and Cody Rhodes thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean but it, it really is. But it, it, like, if you think about it from, from a fan perspective, look at, like, just take a, take a few shots at Co- not a few shots, but take a few views at Cody, when, like, his, like his last days in WWE when he was doing Stardust and they had him doing all this crazy stuff. They and wanted I, to give him this character. Yeah. And then even like even when he came out, it took him a little a few a few spots, a few shows to figure out who he wants to be. Absolutely. But yeah. then once once he found it and ran with it, he's taken over the wrestling world. He is literally. Yeah. I mean, he's he's up there. He's up there at the AJ level. I was going to ask but you right, do you right think, before AJ got signed. Do you think Cody is the number one name in wrestling right now? No. I Where think, would you I put him? Second. To who? Omega. I was going to say Omega. Yeah. I think Omega's number one. Cody's number two. Only only because I think Omega... So do you... Cody, does, Cody has... Even over your boy? In, who? Naito? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, the... I think... I don't know how true this is, but I feel like that a Gaijin that goes over and is super successful in New Japan... Is gets more notoriety and more popularity worldwide than like a Japanese talent that came up through the system. I feel like it's harder to accomplish yourself. Yeah, as I mean, a guy I, mean I think if like Nakamura is the only is the only difference, but I think he sure. he came to WWE and became a superstar. Absolutely, and, or the I rock mean, star that they call him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. really, he has like rock star status in WWE. But I mean, it, that's true though. Yeah, like Cody reinvented himself. And I think 
This is a great opportunity for Cody to come in and sell that house out. Get so many views. Because I will tell you right now, I fully believe that if Cody comes in and he does this, I feel like subscribers are going to jump for the WWE for people to see this. Yes. Oh, pay nine ninety nine. I can watch Starcade one time, see Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I'll do it. You tease Cody at this show, mm-hmm. WWE realizes how much they just made off of Cody alone. But I don't think Cody would go back. I think he would. I, I really do. And the only reason I think that would happen is because of Dustin. I think Dustin would be able to talk him back into it. And I do believe that Cody would come back because that's almost home to him. Yeah. Like, that's his home. Yeah, but, I mean, people I mean, have their differences. Think of a time, and I know you can, mm-hmm. think of a time that a wrestler got screwed in the WWE mm-hmm. and then came back over and over and over again. It happens all the time. Um, yeah, but it doesn't. It, that doesn't <laughs> equal a successful run when they come back. It doesn't equal a successful run. This is the only time where it's different. I will say that. This is a very different I mean, situation name, because of Cody. Name name a superstar that was screwed over by WWE that went back and then had a successful run. That had a successful run and they were screwed over. Yeah. Um, not, no, no, not, don't get it confused with somebody who made a, their name on the indie scene and then went to WWE and had a successful run. Or made their like AJ, who made their name in TNA. And then went to New Japan. Made no, no, no. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say Daniel Bryan. He got royally um, screwed for getting fired for what happened, but they did bring him back, and he had a, su- that's a successful good run. I you think got me Daniel. On that one. I think Daniel Bryan is one of the few that like had a but great, great, think, great run. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. I think uh, somebody said. Uh, <laughs> I can give you somebody that got screwed twice by the said WWE. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I mean, it's Hulk Hogan. Count. Okay, I, I'll Hulk give you Hogan. One. Hulk Hogan could go, uh, like, have a sex tape be released, and then come back, and just and he's still Hulk Hogan in WWE. <laughs> like, all he's got to do is walk out in red, you know red and yellow, <laughs> and say that, and it's done. Vitamins and everything yeah, else. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I, I got one more for you. Somebody that got screw, screwed twice, Jericho, and still was successful uh, in WWE. But, I mean. I wouldn't say he got screwed twice. I will say he did get screwed once. When did he get screwed? Him and WWE had outs for a while. No. I mean, he's yeah. always been successful in WWE. Dude, Not that they, like, When they, they debuted, put him in the dumpster. They debuted him. When they put him in the dumpster. The rock. That was insulting, if dude. If there's anything that, that signifies that you're going to be successful, or they're going to give you the opportunity to be successful, it's making your debut. 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 Uh, debut. Making your it's debut. Canadian. It's yeah. Canadian, so get it right. Hey. <laughs> Making your debut against the uh, like interrupting the Rock and going back and forth with the Rock. They set him up for success since day one, uh, uh, and Jericho's longevity so is you based want... on his and his ability to reinvent himself over. And okay, over yeah, yeah, yeah. And so again. and Jericho has mastered. You want somebody that wasn't successful? A hole. Oh my god! <laughs> Jericho has mastered. The art of leaving, going to do music, and then making a big comeback, and and getting to Mania. That's why nobody fusses about Jericho's Jericho's schedule. It's because Jericho will leave like a month or two after Mania, and then come back like six or seven months before Mania and run from that point to Mania. So nobody's like, he's not just coming in for WrestleMania payday. Think about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, mastered, yeah. Because he stays on. Mastered the art. Jericho did master the art. So I mean, like. The whole point 
of this conversation is you have Starcade. Mm-hmm. It's nostalgia filled. Okay. I mean, it, it's a great opportunity to go. And you have an opportunity to see Cody at a WWE live event. I mean, that's money, baby. That's not you. We have the WWE or Cody has the ability to accept the invite. He really does. So, right now, what do you think? Yes or no? No. You don't think he shows up? No. I think he does. I don't think he does. Why? Why would he? I just told you why. For a paycheck? I don't think he's going to do it for a paycheck. I think, personally, he is going to do it because he's going to say, this is what you're missing out on, and if you... So if I come on and I do this one show, I'm bringing you so much. Dutch, I think, we've we've met Cody. We've I sat, know we've sat and talked with Cody. No, I'm not saying he's that kind of person. I'm he's just not that kind of guy. I think he will do it though. And be like, look, no, this he, is what he has nothing. They know what they had. Yeah, and they're going to do what they can to sign and, him back. And all he and he just keeps taking over the world. And that, then they realize he doesn't have to come to a show and like. No, he doesn't. Like, they know they know what he's doing. Absolutely, but and if they, they probably, want that and I, money, and I guarantee you they've already talked to him about trying to come back, and he said no. Yeah, because there's so no, there's what, no. What point. better way the, the than thing to is, dangle? The thing that people need to, get, need to get through their minds is this day and age is not like three or four years ago when you had to have WWE to make a good living on wrestling. True. This day and age, you can go to Japan and work half the dates, and yeah. then. Go to Japan, work half the dates, make just as much money as you would have made sure. in WWE yeah, yeah. at his level, mm-hmm. and have the ability to do movies, which is something he wants to do. Have the ability to do TV does, shows. Yeah. Has be, have the ability to have to start a career outside of wrestling while you're still making good money wrestling. Right. Why would you go back to WWE? I would, man. I'm just saying, I would. It's home for him. I mean, don't when, get, when don't it's, get when me it's wrong. home. Yeah, it's don't just, get me it's wrong. Different. And and like James Dry said, look at the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks are, are perfect. I don't think the Young Bucks will ever go to WWE. See, I heard otherwise. I don't think they will. Why would they? they Matt, Matt yeah, and see, Jeff this Hardy. Is the thing. This is the thing. I'm going I'm to go a music route for you. We're like we're from the Charlotte area. If people that don't know, and I went and saw David Brothers movie. And in that movie, there's a scene where Rick Rubin. If those of you who aren't familiar with music, Rick Rubin gives them a compliment on a song they just they just finished. And they walk outside, and they're kind of upset because that's they're basically they basically they do it for the art, they do it for the ability to write their diary and song and, and give it to the world, not to make hit music, not because people think it's going to sell a million records. That's not yeah. what it's about. I think that's what it's about with Cody. Okay. I don't think I, don't, I think Cody's been in the situation where he's made made money with WWE. He's been he was on top with Orton and DiBiase. In in their faction, mm-hmm. legacy. Legacy. He's he's been he. I mean he he did nothing but WWE from when he started his career. He never worked indies before he went to WWE. True. So now he's mastering the art of of indies. So why there's no reason to go back to WWE. It's harder to be an indie wrestler and then craft yourself to a WWE wrestler because that's totally different. You, yeah, you so it's very so, different. So you've built. This this Cody character, yeah, and you you have every every say in what you do, how you do it, and you're going to give all that up to go back and be told what to do all the time. No, I see your point. I do. I don't think he's going to go back. Let me rephrase this. I think he'll do this show. 
I think he could do this show. I, I do. I, I just feel. I just it. think. I think from from a nostalgia standpoint, from a fan standpoint, you could look at it and you're like, he has to do this show because this show. I don't see how he couldn't do this show. And, but the truth behind it is, is we won't know either. It'll be that, literally that day. Yeah, is that he doesn't. And why? And I mean, he might even. I, I can't speak for Cody, but I mean, if it was me, I would look at it as why? Why do I need to dumb myself down to back to down to WWE, Cody? Oh or yeah, dumb myself back down to go to WWE to make it look like I'm trying to get my name out there again. So let me ask this then: Do you not think that he would be smart enough to tell them if I come back and do this, I'm going to do it my way? I'm not coming in doing it your way. I'm coming in to do it my way with my brother, and this is how it's going to go. Because from what I understand, if they do this, they want them against the Hardys. I think... Uh, and I think the Hardys would be very willing to do what they want to do. Yeah, I mean, that comes, down they get to, that comes down to who the agent is and who... Like, the negotiations. Yeah, because I think... This and, is, this and, is, and it gets and if it is a WWE Network exclusive, then that makes it that much more of an issue if he's on there. More of an issue? Yeah. Tell me. I mean, you have you're gonna have. I appreciate that, sir. He just pulled it down out of my ear. <laughs> um, box boy, guys, box boy. In case you're just now joining us, um, they sir. I only have so many dimes in my ear. Don't take them all out in this one show. <laughs> Um, because you, you're you're gonna put the Ring of Honor champion on WWE television. Yeah, I mean, I I can see that, and that's the thing too. I mean, if you were the WWE, would you bring that belt on your show? No, he doesn't have a belt anymore. So. Oh, he doesn't. Yeah, that's right. He has the ring. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, would you bring it on? Uh, no. I no. mean. I, I mean, would. they've done no. I mean, there's no like. Yeah, I'm just saying, as if no I point, was, there's no point in any of it. Like you, you cannot book them, and not, not. I mean, I'm sorry, all the internet wrestling, like IWCs people, you cannot book them and not have to deal with any of this stuff. Yeah. And still draw a full house. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you don't have. I to. do think though, if it's a WWE live exclusive. Or WWE Network exclusive, I do think you get a ton of subscribers for this. Yeah, I think they possibly. get. I think they cash in pretty for the well. Nostalgia, yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think, I think they'll sell. I think they'll sell out the building. Absolutely, yeah, that'll and, happen. And I mean, and I think that you, they might get a few. I mean, they don't need any more subscribers. I mean, I, I guess if they get them, good, awesome. But it, well, I mean, they're failing at their quarterly or for the yearly. I mean, this could be a nice little boost. Is it going to put them over? No. But still, it'd be a nice little boost to get some cash flowing in there. Yeah. I, so. think, I think you could do it. I think that with Cody coming, I mean, this is what I think. I think, or I, I hope Cody comes back and does this one match. Not, I'm not saying I want him back in the WWE. I mean, hey, if he does, then that's awesome because I can watch it weekly and I can see him. But uh, it's harder for me to watch him on the indies. What do you mean? Um, you know, like his work on the indies? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I watch the matches I can get. Oh, you mean yeah. it's not as accessible as WWE? Absolutely, okay. yes. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, it's not accessible. All right, guys, we've been talking this entire time, and we haven't had any phone calls, so you're more than welcome to call us. We uh, Dutch might get it right. 
It's uh, 980-330-1256. You can call at any point. The phone lines will be open till probably another five, ten minutes uh, because at 8 o'clock we're going to jump into PWX and give you the rundown of what all happened at PWX last Saturday in Shelby and when the BOD will go up and all that good stuff. Um, we talked about a lot. We really did. We covered a lot. Of uh, actually, I'll tell you what. Uh, let's go to the phone. Yeah, let's go to uh, let's go to Facebook Live. So, anybody on Facebook Live that's watching now, if you have any topics, any questions for us, uh, throw it out there so we can oh, uh, answer um, it. One last thing. Okay. Uh, I totally forgot that I wanted to talk about this. Um, for the people that have not seen this, there is a wrestler. Oh. That works a. Um, Shoulder dislocation that did goes. Did you did you find out that he works that gimmick? Yeah, it was worked. Okay. It was worked. Um, he worked a shoulder dislocation around the back of his neck and around to the front of his shoulder. Oh, it's nasty. It is disgusting. And this is my fifteen minutes of fame. I should. I don't know how many people. How many people have seen the video? Uh, that's what I want to know. Like, this video is insane. It is not for the faint of heart. It's it's not S in SFW. It's it'll make you cringe. Like it is very very strong graphic. It's I remember watching it going, oh my god, and um, you've seen it though, right? I have. So what what's your take on that? What do you feel? Uh, I mean, Alexa Bliss I mean, did something. Along the lines of this, I think it was her elbow and her arm, and um, it wasn't like that though. I mean, this is yeah, it was nasty. This is next level stuff right here. It's just, it's almost unbearable to watch the first time, but then when you watch it again and you figure out it's a work, it's totally different. Because I thought it was a shoot. I thought he ripped his arm and was like, yeah. I think if it – this is what makes me know it's a work. One, the referee. Okay. The referee is not as like – okay, so remember the Rosemary. Mm-hmm. The Rosemary situation mm-hmm. was sexy star. Yeah. Superstar, sexy star, whatever. Sexy star. Sexy star. Um, when she started pulling back, the referee dove in there and was like ripping her off. This situation, the referee was just like, hey, buddy, hey, get yeah. off him. Get off him. I feel like the – the ref should have sold a little bit better. But uh, also there's um, some of the comments uh, they're saying that the guy can do that. That's his thing uh, is he dislocates body parts. More power to him. Yeah, and apparently he can only do that like two or three times really. After that, it starts to like wear on his body really bad. And yeah, it could, I would like, think so. And it like starts to stay dislocated. So I think, uh, hey, you know what? If that's the match you wanted to to do that during, hey, more power to you, brother, because that was a nasty dislocation. I've never seen anything like that. Um, all right. Like I said, I, I was throwing it to Facebook Live. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, nope, you're fine. It's nasty. I don't want to talk about it because I'm starting to get a little queasy. <laughs> um, James Dry asked, have you have y'all heard uh, about the What Culture Purge? Yes. Um. Yeah. And I'm not like I'm not big up. Me and me and Martin Stone were actually talking about what culture. We're talking about progress, Rev Pro, uh, yeah. and what culture and ICW uh, this past weekend. Great and guy, um, great yeah, guy. I love Martin. And uh, 
Yeah, I, and I'm not like I'm not up to date on the. Pe- I, I guess those were personalities because I know what culture. If you don't yes. know, it's WCPW. They do wrestling shows uh, in England, and they post the videos for free on YouTube, and they make a killing off of views and ads, ads money. Uh, they then they killed them whenever we they went talked into, about this. Yeah, then we talked about it and we showed a video. Um, we shared a video, but I guess these are four personalities. Did they have because they do like they do web series they do yeah they do like, it not, all not pretend like web series talking about wrestling kind of like this and they do like video series all on their website and I'm not sure exactly but it's what culture I think it's what culture it might just be what culture it is on uh, what I understand it's just what on culture. YouTube so check them out but uh, yeah like four of their big personalities are leaving to pursue other 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 things what do you maybe do hey, how about a... this i don't know i don't know what their tag is but how about you send us like tag like send our show to what culture and see if they're interested in us being on what culture i mean we look good yeah we don't have an official sponsor yet we like snakes we like well, snakes we got box we got a box snakes. boy <laughs> we got a box boy we like we have fake snakes the box boy brought to us we're very opinionated very opinionated and that's what Are people we? like I'm opinionated. Okay, Dutch is. Um, I like to talk about Cody Rhodes on this show all the time. I yeah. don't care. Every, every Episode. freaking show. I like it. I mean, I could but talk yeah. about Sean Benjamin if you want to. I know. Dutch's <laughs> favorite wrestler is Sean Benjamin. <laughs> At but, least it's um, not like, never mind. That's another time. But, yeah. But yeah, like the whole what culture, like when something like that happens, it, it you kind of like, what's next? I don't what know. Do you do I now? think, I mean, they got to, from, from what I know about what culture... They have a solid uh, somebody calling Dutch. Yes, they are. Dutch dropping the ball. From what I know about what culture, the uh, I don't see them having a problem bouncing back. Uh, yes, James Dry. We need to have Dutch and Jeff Jarrett in a Hell in Cell match. Dutch and Jeff Jarrett on liquor on a pole match. But uh, Dutch, you get a phone call. You get a call yet? See, this is the problem, guys. Dutch didn't know how to work his cell phone. Anytime, Dutch. I'm running out of stuff to talk about. We're talking about WWE. Not WWE. We're talking about WWE. I've got to put my headphones on. Yours are already in. Okay. All right. William, I have not checked your level. Thank you for calling because I thought we were going to do a full show on this Facebook Live with nobody calling because nobody, we have, at least people were watching on Facebook Live. But now we have a caller, and it is William. So, William, welcome to the show. Are you there, William? Hello. I think, wait, can you hear us, William? William, can you hear us? Yeah, Glenn's here. Who is it? William. William, Glenn? No, yeah, it's Glenn. Glenn. Oh, Glenn, you said William, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's up, Glenn? Yeah. I don't know who William is. I don't either. I don't either, Glenn. You're William now. You need to just be in studio so Dutch can tell who it is. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, dude? So, everybody, this is Glenn. If you didn't watch last week, it's available on our Facebook page. But Glenn joins us in the studio. And, as always, coming in clutch, Glenn gives us a call. Talk about some stuff. So, Glenn, what's up? What's on your mind, buddy? Okay, man. Uh, I got sort of like a, a topic for you guys. All right. Uh, 
you know, we talked about this a little bit when uh, we were talking about the eras of uh, wrestling. And, uh, you know, with today's WWE, it's called the uh, reality era. Do you think that the WWE has too much reality in the reality era? And do you think that it's having a uh, a negative effect on its product itself? Like, when you, say... you know what I'm talking about? Like, stage politics, mm-hmm. uh, social media wars and stuff between uh, wrestlers and stuff like that? Do you think that's putting, like, a negative effect on the WWE product itself? Dutch? No, I want to hear your answer, Doug. No, I do not think the reality era is too real. For me, it's not real enough. And the reason I say that, um, uh, what they've been doing recently with the promos, I love. I love the promos. Um, I mean, honestly, if you're going to get in a Twitter war, the only reason I would want you to get in a Twitter war if it actually made sense. Um, like, if you have somebody having a Twitter war, then... Bring it up on the show. Like, like bring it on the show that somebody's talking junk. Don't just throw them in the match and it's random and it doesn't make sense. Like, I want everything to make sense. That's what I'm getting at. Talk about, you know, oh, well, they said this on Twitter. I'm like, I'm not on Twitter. So, you know, and then you, and then you think that the Twitters are, you know, probably written by these wrestlers themselves. But it seems like they're written by, like, WWE writers or something. I will say that. Sometimes Twitter gets in the way. Uh, solely, I will think that because of Baron Corbin. I think Baron Corbin got royally screwed because of. Now I have heard that he's made some really bad uh, Twitter posts. But take his account away, then, man. Don't let me tell him. Hey, you can't have a Twitter account. If you're gonna have a Twitter, then somebody's gonna write for you, and we're gonna review yeah. what you say. And honestly, I think all their what they say should be reviewed anyway, so they don't get put in that situation. But, um, yeah, Twitter, as long as it makes sense, whatever. But uh, the promos, keep it rolling, man. It's actually made me watch, like, WWE, like, get really enticed with it. Because Miz, oh, that was gold, baby. That was some gold when he was on the mic uh, last Monday. But, uh, Pat? Uh, Yeah. I'm going to go a little bit old school on you guys because I say yes – Yes and no. I know that's that's a cop-out, but I'll explain. I say yes, they are going too far because I feel like everyone knows how wrestling works now. I feel like that everyone, even even like the not, not a smart wrestling fan, knows how wrestling works, know that it's written, know that these are guys that are acted out, know that it's like a combat sport, but it's choreographed. Um... So, like, the stories need to intrigue people, but when you try to, when you try to make, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this the best way, when you try to use reality to make people believe what you know is written, it can come across as you're trying too hard sometimes. So, this isn't, I think, if if they want to use reality, um, I don't think, I think, I don't know that the best way to do it, is, and it's gotten a lot of popularity, so I could be completely wrong. I know the best way to do it is to have wrestlers call out other wrestlers about real things that are going on in the wrestling business, because then you're blurring a lot of lines, and you're and it's like, oh well, this guy, this guy might have a little bit more power than this guy because this guy can say that kind of stuff, and this guy, you can tell they, they you can tell they wrote 
Enzo is having a horrible comeback for the Miz's thing, so Miz would get over and Enzo would look like crap. It's, uh, I mean, it's the same the same concept as the the CM Punk promo, the infamous pipe bomb promo. If you look at, I don't know if it was written or not. I don't know if it was if it was approved or not. I don't know what happened there. But when you when you seriously think about it, in reality, if you if you call it a reality piece, in reality, if John Cena just got put through the table, and somebody sits up there and talks trash about him in front of a million people on live television, A, they would get sued for defamation of character, and B, I'm pretty sure he would roll out of the ring and go up there and try to kick his, kick his ass. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, re- that's real. That's reality. Yeah. So you can't call it reality and then still, still make it look like a soap opera. That's it's, true. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's, I mean, at any point... In the Roman Reigns and Cena deal, at any point, one of them would have gotten in the other one's face. Two, yeah. two testosterone-filled men like that, one of them was going to get in the other one's face. They didn't. They stood five feet away from each other and talked junk like it's a rap battle. It's not, <laughs> like, that's not reality television. That's, that's you using a source of something that you want to you sell to the audience as reality in a written format. And that's where it's like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing, but I feel like they're trying too hard. And they're, like, really burying these people's characters. Not characters as in, like, you, you buried Enzo as a person when you talk about how he's kicked out of the locker room and he's got heat with all the guys. So you're not, saying, you know, like, you're not, you're not burying characters anymore. You're not, like, making heels and faces. You're building their, char- their actual <laughs> physical character, like, life character and yeah. their name. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like there's so much there's so much gray area there that oh I just, I said John Cena. Good call. Good call, Blake. I said John Cena and there's no box boy here. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm glad you said that about Enzo because it seemed like I don't I, I don't know if it falls under the category of political or I mean, backstage politics. But it seemed like you know, like we seen a lot of locker room justice being played out on uh on the WWE TV now and and their product. Yeah. Like, you know, with Enzo, like, what happened to him last night, I was like, dang, he must have really got it bad, like, back here in the locker room for Braun Strowman to come out and just decimate him like that. <laughs> and that's for no and reason. Like, that, like yeah. that right there is, is, the, is the perfect, like, example, is you, you want to bitch and fuss and complain about smart fans and how they analyze your product so much and how they break down your product so much, but then you take that step of Miz saying he has heat in the locker room, and he's getting kicked out of the locker room because nobody likes him, and then the next the next week, Braun Strowman murders Enzo, so now every smart fan, no, I'm not picking on you, Glenn, I'm just trying to use it as, yeah. as an example, every smart fan, every person that thinks they know everything, they, all the keyboard warriors are going to say, oh, Enzo got killed by Braun Strowman because he's got heat with the office. Because in, in all you're doing is you're giving more, you're giving more ammo to the internet wrestling community that you that WWE can't stand because they yep. analyze everything. You're making them feel like they know more than they actually do. Yeah, you make so, a good point though. Like it, like, it makes sense because and, like if you have that, that, like that's a perfect point to make because now the wrestling world knows why Enzo got his ass whooped. Yeah, now everybody so, knows. So and that might not even be the case. That might be building to something. Yeah, but it's but the more the more you give, the more you pull that curtain back, or, or act like you pull that curtain back, 
the more you're letting people in mm-hmm. and the more they think they know. Yep. That's just like if you watch a documentary on how to sell drugs. After you watch it, you think, I could sell drugs. Yeah. You have no idea what all goes into that. You That's really don't. That's a horrible analogy, and I apologize to anybody watching that. <laughs> I, I never do that. No, whatever. But, cool. but you understand what I'm saying. Like, he says that. You though. feel like after you watch something and you see how something's done, you can be like, oh, now I know how to do it. I think I can do that. The same thing for wrestling fans. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, think, I see, and I think I see that's, your side of that. That's like, the, and, I mean, yes, if you do it. Like, I said, that was my yes. I think they're going too far. I say no because the the promo's got people talking. And yeah. That's the whole point, though, and, is to I mean, get people talking. If you, if you want reality, I mean, and this is, well, this is a New Japan plug. If you want reality and what reality looks like, uh, in a storyline, in a storyline setting that progresses right. stories, watch New Japan Pro Wrestling's promos, where they just have like uh, they just have. I mean, they don't they don't do anything elaborate. They have the big banner in the background. They'll sit down like it's a press conference. Somebody asks them a question, and they film their response. Yeah. And what yeah. they do is they let them give their real response to the sh- to the match. So it's a shoot. Yeah, but they but they know they know where the story's going, but then they they say what's on their mind. It's like a guideline. Like watch watch any Kenny Omega one after. Watch the Kenny Omega and uh, I'll, I'll give you th- I'll give you three to watch to understand it. Give uh, watch the Kenny Omega after he uh, lost the G one climax. Okay. Watch right. watch Tama Tonga when he calls out Omega for not being a good leader to the Bullet mm-hmm. Club. Okay. And watch Juice Robinson after he beat Okada. Okay. Or I think he beat Okada. He he beat somebody big. I might not have been Okada. Uh, because Okada, I don't think Okada's been beat, but he beat a big name in the G1 tournament, and like, and he cuts, and he cut a promo afterwards. Just look those up on YouTube; they're all available on YouTube. Just try to find those, look those up, and that's how you that's how you play reality into wrestling, where you feel like you're getting the real character and the real person, and not feeling like they're molding a reality around a story that, that writers are still writing. And that's why a lot of people don't like Roman is because he's so robotic. But <clears throat> I will thank say... You, thank you, Matthew Acosta. It was Omega. He beat... Uh, Juice beat Omega. In oh, G1, yeah, yeah, yeah. In okay. G1. So, and that's the thing. Uh, Roman, <laughs> a lot of people I know don't like Roman too is because of his mic skills. But the past, um, past storyline with John Cena, he's really opened up. And he's been a lot well, better. I mean, it's almost like he's speaking from the heart. But some credit goes to Roman, but that all you also need to people also need to take notice of how good John Cena is at building people, making people. No, I, I was going to say that too, but you have to realize who he's going against too, John. And John, like every time he cuts a promo, it's always good. And I might I might not like John Cena very much, but I will tell you though. That man has some skill on the mic. Yeah. He I mean, is he's so seasoned. good. He's yeah, what, what's bad is I'll fast forward a John Cena match, but I'll watch his promo. <laughs> I think his matches. I mean, uh, His one at Royal Rumble with AJ was pretty damn good. Oh, my AJ, God. Sammy, uh, Owens. I mean, all of them. Oh, yeah, the Owens uh, when he Him came and, back. Or like, when Owens came. John first Cena came. and Sammy, back, back when Sammy made his debut and he messed up his shoulder, like in the entrance. I don't think I saw that match. match. No, I didn't get that, that. Was, that was an amazing match with, with uh, Sammy having a dislocated shoulder. You the entire what? match. Oh, he dislocated his shoulder before the match? Yeah. yeah. I think he popped it back in, but it was still bothering him. You can tell it was bothering him the whole time, but it still had an amazing match. How did he dislocate his shoulder? When he does his... You know, the entrance... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He popped his shoulder out. 
Oh my god! Yeah, watch. Go back and watch it. He was like, "I'm not ruining this moment." <laughs> exactly. That is insane. But that was a good topic, Glenn. I appreciate yeah. that, man. Always count on Glenn. But well, Glenn, we, we're gonna have to jump off here because I, I promised people I'd talk about PWX. Well, it's eight fourteen now, and it's eight fifteen. But thank you for calling in. You're more than welcome to come up here and join us anytime because apparently you are like I guess our third shirt is going to be uh, where's Glenn shirt. Oh, by the way, Glenn, uh, real quick, just a couple seconds. Okay. Uh, I think Glenn is going to tag along with us. To what? Starcade. Oh, okay. He, I know he's yeah. going to SmackDown, but if I go to SmackDown, I'll get cheap seats for that. But uh, I'm putting most of my money in a Starcade. I'm I'm not. I just thought about this. We'll talk about that after. I offer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't guarantee that I'm going to Starcade. Well, Glenn, it looks like me and you, buddy. Yeah, but I mean, I will take Facebook videos that you sent to me, or videos that you film and send to me if I am in Alabama. So, <laughs> okay. that's the usual. That's the usual Thanksgiving tradition. Is I'm in oh, Alabama. Alabama. Gotcha. But yeah. So, Glenn, thank you again. Always a trooper. Always coming in and clutch for us. And yeah, Got like you. I said, anytime you're anytime you want, you're welcome up here. Okay, thanks, man. I'll try to make it out next week for the podcast. Sounds good. All right, brother. Have a good one. Take it easy. Hi, buddy. Yeah, always. God, so, Glenn, yeah. I love you. Thank you. I mean, you. Good we, topic. this has been, yeah, this has been a good show. We have 15 minutes left, and I promised everybody we'd talk about PWX. Any any fans of PWX that are uh, that are on our Facebook Live or anybody wants to call in uh, after we get done with this, we can go over 8.30 if you want to. We won't go much because we like to keep it around an hour, hour, hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes. I mean, what else do we got to but, do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we had a PWX show that was filled with, I mean, it was just an amazing show. We had a very, like, I'll take you behind the curtain, very heartfelt speech beforehand about the state of PWX and where we're going and everything and uh, challenged the guys to just have, have fun. Box Boy's back. There he is. Uh, give us the John Cena real quick because you missed one. Back on track. There back on track. Uh yeah, and I challenge you guys to to remember like remember why we're here and remember what like that we're here to have fun. Like the wrestling's supposed to be fun. And I think a lot of times uh and like this is getting really behind the scenes. A lot of times when you're when you're in a wrestling company and I think none of like a lot of us have never been in a position that we are with PWX to where we've built a company to the point that it's one of the one of the fastest rising or Biggest ones in the southeast, biggest companies in the southeast. Um, but like it, you can you can get caught up in it. You can get caught up in the pressure of continuously like being like outdoing yourself, show after show after show. Uh, the talent feels like they have to outdo themselves, show after show after show, and you can lose track of what it means to to just be, be in a situation like this and be privileged enough to be a part of something like PWX. And uh, anybody involved, yeah. Is and like, I mean, even and I've put it time and time again. Page uh, or on the page, I've put it on my personal Facebook page, Twitter, everything. You know, PWX is home. Like it really makes you feel like you're a part of something special. Yeah, and I mean, and it's yeah, and I think that translated into the show because the show was absolutely amazing. It was at Shelby, uh, the Shelby City Park Gym. Make sure I don't mess that up again. Good showing for yeah. It was. It was. We had Shelby. a good crowd, a good show, uh, a few a few out of hand moments that weren't uh, that weren't supposed to happen. One, the first one was 
Corey, yeah. Corey and Skyler tearing up the entire building. And I don't think he's putting that the best way because it's very lightly how he's saying it. Well, but see, literally I, was, like, I was in the back talking to uh, – who was I talking to? Nathan Cruz. Who, if the, for those of you who don't know who Nathan Cruz is, he's a uh, British wrestler. First ever Progress World Champion. He just went uh, back over, didn't he? Yeah, he just went back over. Yeah. He's he's uh, he's the champion for he's a champion for NGW UK, which is the only televised professional wrestling company in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, I was about to talking to him when Olive went down, so I didn't see how it started. I didn't see how anything like I, I have no idea. I I came out. I came back up whenever uh, I can't remember who came and got me. I want to say it was one of the pure guys came and got me, and then we sent them out to try to handle it. And then, like, it got around the locker room, like what was going on. And the next thing you know, everybody's out there. And the management uh, had to step in. Yeah, and then we tried to step in. I got pushed down, which I'm a grown. I'm a grown man. Yeah, can, when you have that much force coming, it I, is. Knew, I knew what I was getting myself into. Yeah. More importantly, I didn't uh, think that Corey Hollis could push me down, and he did, which was which is props, Corey. But a lot I, of power I, behind but, those legs. But but my my shoes were wet, and <laughs> I didn't have my stance right. <laughs> so anytime anytime you want you want to redo that, we can try it. He said my shoes. But were yeah, wet. my shoes are wet. <laughs> from uh, but then the Syndicate? the ducks jumped on <laughs> Rob Kiljoy jumped on. Oh, uh, Tommy. The ducks. And the, yeah, Tommy Thomas and the uh, yeah, uh, Feather the, and Tar. Yeah. And then they Feather and Tar Tommy Thomas. And I'm like, you know, I, like, no crap. I'm sitting there and I look over and I'm like, I see I see Rob. Like, what is happening? What is happening right I now? I see Rob and he's like, shh. And I was like, okay, I'm filming this guy. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening right now? And, but, yeah, I mean. That's the beauty of PWX. My snake is falling. Is that anything? Anything can and will happen. Uh, some of it, some of it's planned, some of it's not. But it, I mean, it is what it is. It's uh, yeah. So not to mention Timmy and TJ. People people think I don't like Timmy and TJ. Obviously, they don't like me after tonight, and they don't understand how. I don't have anything to do with any of this stuff, and I put all the blame on Brian because it is Brian. No offense, Brian. It is Brian, but uh, the like I had no, I had nothing to do with him getting arrested. We didn't press any charges. Do like, you think you like, should have? Like, no. I mean, well, I don't. They're, they're talent, so like. Okay, but press, they're talent. But they bought a ticket and they interfered when they were not true. supposed that's to. A, and Brian a, gave them a fine line. That's true. That's true. And I see. I don't know. I'm not previewed any of that because so, I'm trying to run the show. I'm trying is, to produce the show. But now there's people that are pissed off that the syndicate got involved and they should be stripped of their titles. I don't know about all that now because they're once again overstepping the boundary. After reviewing the footage, the syndicate never threw a punch. Where I think where the arrest happened. Okay, was, that's true. They where the arrest happened was when Timmy tried to get in the ring because. Like that's our, a very true yeah, statement. Our rules are like fans. Like the only time that like fans should not touch performers, performers should not touch fans. We've had an issue with it before. If anybody wants to know, go watch X sixteen, <laughs> um, the first X sixteen. But uh, uh, people yelling too, yeah, getting too and, in, like 
Yeah, and, and the fan. I love. I love our fans because they're so passionate. But none of the fans cross the line. None of the fans, and and that's the way it's supposed to be. Like you, you can show all the emotion you want. You can yell all you want. You can cheer all you want. Just don't don't cross the line. Don't touch the performers. It's the same thing going to like a play. Same thing. If you yeah. go, if you go see Lion King at the Blumenthal, you're not going to tackle a fake giraffe. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Are you serious? Yeah. Right? You're, I mean, it's not because they they walk they walk down. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, I've heard because I've never been. He said he's I heard. heard. They okay. walk down like like all the animals walk down the aisles to get gonna, to the stage. Like, what, would you would you go giraffe. tackle a fake giraffe? Hell no, no, but exactly. The way Why would you ever touch a wrestler? <laughs> But I mean, and then like it's it's grounds for being arrested, just like in the sense of you running out on a football field or jumping on a basketball court during and a that's pro game. Their preference if they want to charge yeah, you and or it's, not. Yeah, and it's our preference, and we didn't charge. We did not charge Timmy or say, TJ. And I will say that they didn't throw a punch. No, they didn't. Then Timmy Timmy tried to get in the ring. That's what I saw. And next thing I know, he was getting arrested, and then he's yelling at me. Tommy's yelling at me. I don't know what's going on. I don't think I've ever seen Tommy. So enraged oh, yeah. in my life. They want retribution, man. Yes, Shay Shay. Giraffes walk. <laughs> what? <sighs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, so so th- we have that now to deal with and they've they've put out stuff on social media about how they're blaming us and like I don't know. It's insane. I'm still and I just got a video. I just got a video from somebody that we're going to release hopefully later this week uh, that I don't even know what it is. I don't know what it pertains to, but they say they're coming in October 21st. I don't and they're, know who and they're it is. looking and they're, they're coming specifically for one person on our roster. Wait, do you know who the person is? That they're coming for? No, the person who released the video. No, no, he sent it to me. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I thought you and, thought it was like anonymous, I, and, and you I don't. I watched it, and I looked at, I watched it, and I looked at the video, and then I looked at the name at the end of it, and I was like, I have no idea who this is. Like I've heard of him before, but I have no idea how this pertains to anything. So I have to research this. So does and this then, intrigue you so, of this person? And then, like, and then, so then I sent an email back, and I was like, uh, what, what's this about? And he said, uh, well, there was a situation that happened a few months ago. Yeah. And I want to handle it, and I think the best place to handle it is PWX. And I was like, okay, let me call Brian. <laughs> well, so, that's always got to be a, a be a. That's always fun though. Like when you have somebody that's like, hey, PWX is where it's going to be happening. Yeah, and yeah. I don't. Yeah, and uh, and I, I assume I talked to Brian, and Brian's like, if I mean, if he wants to open forum, if he wants to call him out, then sure. Hey. Why not? Why not Cabrera Serena October twenty first at unsanctioned? And uh, like, I mean, we have a street. We already have an unsanctioned street fight. And then this if, on top. For of For those it. of you who don't know what unsanctioned means, and yes, this is a big plug for the show, but this is the truth. Unsanctioned means that it's not a part of PWX. Like PWX removes their name from it. We, yes, we will promote it because it's going to happen, and it's going to be happen at our show. But when the event happens. Like, we'll release a video shortly, maybe tonight, of Corey and Skylar signing their documents, basically yeah. stating that at no point are, is PWX held liable during this match. So, like, PWX takes, takes all, like, everything PWX is gone from that show, or from that match. And we just, we're just going to put them out there. Whoever wants to stay for that show that's, that paid a ticket can stay and watch. 
but we've told them to keep everything inside the guardrail. Yeah. To I can't guarantee that they will. But the referee, if if a referee comes forward and says he wants to ref it, then we'll let him ref it. But he's got to sign that document as well. Absolutely. Like you, if you're going to film it, you have to sign that document. I'll do it. And yeah, I've I been mean, watching this like unravel for a year. And that's between Corey, so, Corey, yeah. Corey Hollis, and John Schuyler. And uh, I don't know. It's insane. He was a man of few words in the back afterwards. Yeah. And, like both of them. Yeah, I mean, like everybody was on eggshells. Like I talk to Skylar and Corey all the time, and I haven't. They have not called. Have didn't talk to me after the show. Never. It didn't call me. Uh, I mean, me and Skylar usually talk after every show to to go over like, oh, how do you think the show went? Sure. I I have not heard from him since Saturday. There's a lot on his mind. What do you expect? I don't know. I mean, this is what his brother in arms, man. There's there's another. I'm giving you a bunch of stuff that we haven't even released. This is what you get when you watch our show. Anthony, they were releasing a video soon. Anthony Henry put out an open challenge for the title. Yeah, that match completely oh, blew yeah. my mind. Yeah, if, of you, like, if you want to watch it on High Spots Wrestling Network or buy the DVD when it's released, like that match, I've never is worth the price. The, the nine ninety nine. I've for never for a whole month that match. Yeah. James Drake versus Anthony Henry is worth nine ninety nine. Is worth the whole month payment of. You know what my what my favorite match was. I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Chip Chip Day and David Starr. Oh yeah, my yeah. God, they beat the crap the cra- out of the each other. The crazy thing, and yes, Chip, we're talking about you now. Chip just asked me if we we talked about him. I that, just brought like, it up. That whole match was booked to be like the battle of the nicknames, and it was. It was great. Yeah, and that's like that set the stage because they were second. And what a lot of people forget is before that match even happened, Chip came over and made a gesture to. Oh, Darius. Darius. Yeah, and I mean... Basically saying, I got this contract. Chip's got an open contract. People forget that. Chip yeah. won the... He can do uh, whatever he wants. Opportunity knocks ladder match at Rise of a Champion in last yeah. February. So he can do whatever he wants to with that contract. But yeah, Chip Day, like Chip Day is getting into a zone that... Like, I don't know that he's ever got to. Like, yeah. He's, he's harnessing, like... Every it's like everything everybody has ever told him, like Chip, you need to work on this. Chip, you need to do this. Chip, try this. Chip, do this. Like he's now he is like piecing, putting those pieces in place. And you know, and if he and if he if he ever gets like all those pieces in place, yeah, then he's gonna be unstoppable. And it's like what he listens to, like music, like musically, it's basically the same thing too. Hey, you're not gonna tell me I can't do this. This is how this is gonna go. I'm going yeah. to show you what I am. Yeah, and, I mean, it's, I mean, that's what the, like, anybody that's new to PWX, they don't understand that, like, PWX is built on opportunity. Yeah. Like, so that's I, what that company is built on. You know, I'm glad you said that, because I wanted to uh, talk about, what's his name? Ethan, and his opportunity. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, Ethan, like. That wasn't yeah. stepping over filming. Like, I kind of caught y'all, so. Yeah, us talking. Yeah, which okay. is interesting because I've never—I don't like being on camera. <laughs> I, I know. Trust me, I went to walk away, and Ethan's like, "No, you can stay." Yeah, and I was, and I was like, like okay. "Oh, this is happening." <laughs> but uh, yeah, we released that last night. If you want to go to the PWX uh, Wrestling Facebook page, just you can see the conversation between me and Ethan. And I—I I told Ethan that I'd give him one more shot uh, in October to be a, part of X16. That's what happens when you give me a camera to film, and I'm after new to show. it. Yeah, after the show. <laughs> but I mean, like opportunity, like. Chip Day has that contract. Uh, Ethan, with his opportunity. Uh, yeah. uh, 
Anthony Henry, open challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, if like, all tag team yeah. champions are going at it, I mean, it's, like, not just it's, like, it's hey. like the October show is like the, is like the land of opportunity. Yeah. Show. I forgot Jeff was on the phone. I'm sorry, Jeff. We got carried away. I'm going to turn you on. Jeff, how you doing, bud? Good. How you guys doing? Uh, dude, I apologize. I forgot you were on the phone. I just looked down at the phone and saw. That's, that's mm-hmm. all right. Lots, lots going on this weekend, so it's, yes. it's good to hear talk about it. Um, yeah, you know, amazing show this weekend. Thank you. Um, you know, one thing I want to talk about a little bit, touch on, is, is the pure show, uh, or the, the, the pure matches that happened before the main show. Yeah. Um, I, this, this was my first experience seeing the pure matches. Um, I thought that everybody did uh, a great job, uh, you know, trying to get, uh, you know, get noticed. Um, and, and a personal... On a personal level for me, um, I was glad to see Ed Zahn involved in that. As uh, people may or may not know, I've known Ed for almost 30 years now. Yeah. Uh, and Ed taught me everything about the business, um, and I'm glad that he had the uh, the chance to do this. Um, you know, and like I said, that, you know, I thought everybody did a great job. Um, the the, uh, the the pull apart between Corey and Skyler was absolutely insane. Yes. Um, and the fact that I stepped foot in the ring for the first time in nine years to try oh, to help were, out. Were you in there? Yeah, I was in there. Remember, I Ed. came over to you because oh, you, you right. got knocked down. Yeah, Ed, you were supposed um, to be my Yeah, that was my Ed. first time since I retired as a referee that I actually got oh. in the ring. And watching that ring shift back and forth. Oh, it was insane. Everybody in it. And then right after the match, I actually had to go underneath the ring and put like six boards back. Oh, I didn't um, know that. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, basically there was that much there was that much weight in the ring that the ring was moving around and boards were popping loose and everything like that. So uh, you know, just a, a amazing uh, amazing card. Um, like you said, I, I think the the motivation uh, definitely stepped up, and uh, I thought everybody did did a great job. And uh, you know, it was it was a lot of fun. I know the, the fans were all buzzing about it, and I think we were all buzzing about it. Um, so we really you know, just, I think everybody a part of that show and watching it just was very yeah, amped. and I think it got noticed. I mean, I think everybody noticed it. That everybody working on the card really stepped it up. Yeah, um, there was a lot of intensity going on. I was sitting there since I got to ring the bell this time. <laughs> Tommy Thomas and the Syndicate, man, I'm telling you, they were jawing at people the entire time they were sitting out there. Oh, I mean, they were yeah. fans behind us. They were carrying on. They were, you know, Tommy and them are turning around and they're saying things and, you know, everybody's, you know, is back and forth and back and forth for the yeah. whole time. So, you know, those, those guys are really, uh, you know, they're, they're very intense with what they do and, and they really showed it, uh, on Saturday. They, Definitely. um, it seems like if you were supporting PWX during that show, you were not on their side. Probably, I would believe it. I mean, like anybody, referee, ring bell, commentary. Uh, wrestlers, camera guy, um, janitor. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, they didn't like you. Like, they took everything and just, like, try to put a, a foot in it. Yeah. Like, I mean, they really did. They like, and, to bl- and to touch on some of the things that, that uh, Jeff touched on, uh, Jeff helps us out at PWX when he can come down from Baltimore. But, uh, yeah, so, like, Ed Zone is the catalyst for Pure coming back because uh, we did that two, I think, two or three years ago, and the the original idea was uh, 
that we have a pure show. This is when we used to run double shots and triple shots. Uh, the original idea was that we'd have a pure show where, like, talent that that we believe could fit the PWX mold or could fit on the roster would face PWX talent. And that's your chance to prove that you belong. Almost like a Coliseum type thing. Like yeah. A, like a Gladiator Coliseum type feel. Sure. That's the whole aspect of it. And then Ed, me and Ed had been talking, and Ed came back with the idea and pitched it to me and Brian about um, – Doing doing like these doing a show like that, and then we decided we'd do it like in a pre-show just to test it out. So uh, moving forward with the pure show, we're going to do a few more of the pre-show things that uh, you get, that the fans can get in for free. So if you did come to the September show and you weren't aware of the pure show, uh, just check or keep checking our website, and we make it and we put on posters and we'll make it very known and put it out there when we when we do have these pure these pure events before the show where you can you pay for the our our full actual show but you get this pure event for free which is three to four matches like an hour more of professional wrestling of guys and and it's amazing it's it's the equivalent of watching like college football or college basketball you're watching guys that are giving it like giving it their all which which our wrestlers in pwx give it their all because that's what we've trained the fans to expect and that's what we train the guys that's how that's the guys we choose is the people that leave it all in the ring that's what we do but uh but yeah and these are these guys trying to show the fans and management that they belong in the, the top the top promotion in north carolina or the, the southeast as some people say so yeah man I, I give all the credit to ed on that and I, I mean i helped ed a little bit here and there but it was Ed's call and the talent that we were involved. Ed, uh, yeah. So, yeah, Ed gets all the credit for the pure show, the pre-show. Heck, yeah. Good but, job, yeah, I, I appreciate you bringing that up, Jeff. Sure, absolutely. You know, that that's one thing that I've learned about Ed, and I've known Ed for a while. Ed has always had a good eye for talent, mm-hmm. and he's always honest with the talent. Yeah. So, you know, he's a good guy to, to get involved in that, and – you know, he's just going to tell them. He's going to tell them straight up, here's what I liked about your match, and here's what I didn't like about your match. Yeah. You know, and not in a condescending way or anything like that, but to, to help, you know, to help the workers improve to get to that next level. So, you know, he's going to try and help these guys in the pure to eventually get to PWX and whatever lies beyond that. Gotcha. The, uh, I agree 100%, and, I, and that's, why we, that's why I think that's why we trust Ed with that responsibility. But uh, speaking of that, like one thing that we talked about with the pure guys is we have a plethora of veterans and talent that have traveled all over the world in PWX for them to go to. And, and like the last thing that I'll say about PWX is I want to give credit to our locker room because you have guys like uh, that are on the roster now, like John Schuyler, Corey Hollis, uh, Ethan Case, Elijah Evans IV, uh Nathan Cruz for for this show. Yeah. Um, you had John. We had Jonathan Gresham there. We had David Starr who's Tracer. traveled all over the world. I mean, the all these guys watch every match and are an open book to the, to give these guys positive uh, like positive feedback and negative feedback and just constructive criticism. So like that's that's rare and I mean it's not rare in wrestling, but it's rare that you have so many. They're so talented there that you had that at your disposal. So that's another asset of being a part of PWX. And even like even if you're even if it's not a PWX show and you see these guys on the card, uh, they'll always 
give you their feedback. You ask them to watch, and they'll ask you to watch. But with that said, we had a special guest. And it's out there now. Everybody knows that Cedric Alexander was at our PWX show. Yeah. And it was so good to see him. But just to give you an idea of how amazing Cedric is, is, like, Cedric's made it. Like, I mean, he might not be where he wants to be in PW, or in WWE right now, but he's, he's there. Like, he's the one that we always said, he's, I think he's the first one that'll go. And he did, and he earned that all himself. But Cedric watched. So we had eight matches on the card. We had three pure matches. Cedric stood, didn't sit, stood at the curtain and watched every match. Every single And gave one. such good feedback to everybody. On the card. You know what's funny? How did nobody notice like that little peep in the glasses? Like yeah. the entire time he sat there like that too. Yeah, and that's like <clears throat> it's unbelievable to have like a talent like Cedric there and give you I mean, he gave feedback to the pure guys, he gave feedback to the the guys that were on the undercard, he gave feedback to the guys that were that were in the main event. He gave like he gave all feedback and and what was so amazing about it and, and everybody knows professional wrestling is an ego sport. And you're going to run into those a lot, but uh, no matter who, no matter where you were on the card, no matter if you're the champion or if you're the first match in the pure show, like everyone had like left their ears open, and and I and I stood by and listened to Cedric some of Cedric's advice and some people, and yeah, it was it was, in, it was incredible to uh, not only to have that that source of knowledge uh, there for the guys. But it's also incredible. Like I, like I knew Cedric from when he first started, and Cedric, I consider Cedric one of my really, really good friends in professional wrestling, and if not in life, and uh, yeah, to see how how much knowledge he's gained since going to WWE is insane, and mm-hmm. it's insane, and it and it goes to show you that their system works, and their system, their NXT system, their performance center system, is where anybody anybody that wants a plethora of knowledge should go. If if it's the right fit for you, but yeah, oh, okay. I just wanted to put that out there. But yeah, we're going to close this thing out, buddy. Yeah, we're ten minutes over. <laughs> Getting past my bedtime, yep. sir. And I yeah, am hungry. Bed- <laughs> but Jeff, thank you as always, man. Pleasure having you call. Thank you, Jeff. And talking to you. All right, I appreciate, thanks, I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming down. I appreciate your work this weekend. October coming. Hey, no problem at all. All right, buddy. You take care, man. All right. All right, bye. Oh. Two Good great time. callers. Yeah, we got into and we got into some PWX. What we said we'd never get into. I really like PWX. Yeah, me too. I always promote it on the page. I don't care. Like it, it's awesome. It's a great show from top to bottom. It is from beginning yeah. to end, and I think the Pure Show was really awesome to showcase some talent that we don't get to see often. And I, I want to do like a little shout out. Uh, I like Sleaze. Yeah. It was fun Sleaze. to watch Sleaze. Yeah. He took that boot though like a champ. He did. Wow, and that helmet went way out mm-hmm. <laughs> and, Well done. Uh, well played. That was like, yeah, I didn't. I don't think he expected. Well, I was trying to wonder. I was like, he, he better take that off before he gets, uh, yep, never mind, there it goes. And then he get just got creamed right in the face by that size 12 and a half, man. I mean, he ate every toe. <laughs> <laughs> that he did. But, yeah, the Pure guys, uh, everybody on Pure, like, hats off to you. Amazing yes. job. And the talent, I can't like. I've never been more proud. And uh, somebody on the Facebook Live said that they they put it up. They, it's an argue, it's an argument that it was the best show PWX has ever had, and it, it is. And so it'll be up. It'll be up in like I think 
best by of. next. Uh, hopefully, it'll be open a week uh, on the Hot Spots yes. Wrestling Network. So if you, that's our main spot where you can see our stuff. So go there if you if you're not a do a trial membership. If you don't have a membership, I think they do them. And uh, if you if you do have it, then lucky you you get all that wrestling for a good price. So uh, yeah, uh, and once again, thank everybody for joining joining us for this. Uh, this is our second one. And we had some call-ins. As you can see, the number, I'll take the number off so anybody else calls back in. Um, but, yeah, this is the Wrestling Open Forum show. This is the second live one we've done. You can check them out all uh, every Wednesday is when, they were, when they're released on iTunes. So at midnight tonight, you can go on iTunes and find this, this show that we just recorded. If you want to listen to it. Uh, if you want to listen to it. If you're on your ride home, uh, that's our other uh, avenue for you to listen is iTunes. Just check out open forum show or wrestling open forum and it'll come up you'll see the logo uh yeah we're here every tuesday at 7 p.m uh we're more than welcome to shoot us topics uh we i mean we'll talk about anything and everything wrestling it's fun we're we're a safe bet just as much as the sun sets we'll be here and i apologize because this went 15 minutes over and we try to stay on our time but we had a lot to cover yeah we did and the starcade talk took like 45 minutes so once again everybody on facebook live Thank you for joining us. Everybody listens on the podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you. If you can, leave us a review on iTunes. That helps the algorithm go yeah. through. Uh, but Even yeah. on Facebook, leave us a review. If there's something we're not doing you don't like it, tell us. Exactly. We want to know. What can we do to improve and involve? Involve. Yeah, Evolve. Whatever, whatever Dutch is saying. Yeah, whatever. I'm just talking now. Yeah. Are you done, Dutch? Maybe. Maybe <laughs> I want to stay on. Maybe I want everybody to see us still. Do you? Are you that egotistical? No, I'm really hungry. Yeah, I'm really tired. <laughs> we got stuff to do. So, guys, thank you for joining us. Thank you, to Glenn and Jeff, for calling in. Uh, yeah, and like I said, we're, we're here every Wednesday. Get us to 150 likes, and we're dropping two T-shirts. Maybe three. Maybe three. Where's There's Glenn? Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you again, and have a good night. Watch some wrestling. And for, watch some wrestling. And for Dutch, this is Patrick. And for Patrick, this is Dutch. <laughs> is that right? Did I do that right? No, we said it wrong. I said your part. Oh, nah, I, like <laughs> I said it. your part on purpose because you didn't say That'll it. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for watching. Oh, that's wrong. We're still.